everyone and welcome back to not allowed the podcast i have just taken a shower i've done a hair spa treatment thing i've done my nails i cut my cuticles my nails are done polished i did my whole skin routine it's 11 o'clock at night i'm very relaxed i'm very chill and i'm also here and so are you so i'm kind of passing on this chill calm energy i know we all need it i know i definitely definitely needed it i needed to just unwind relax slow it down and just pace myself because god knows these past couple of days have been complete health wise have been a complete just trip I got the second or not the second. Sorry, I got the first dose of the vaccine. I had the really bad fortune of having my periods decide to show up the exact day that I got the vaccine. So my body was not having it because I did not respond well to the first vaccine. I needed to just take a day off because I had all the symptoms. I had fever. I had chills. I had headache. I was just not feeling the vaccine I mean I think it's good because that means that my body had a reaction and so antibodies were produced mixed in with you know me being hormonal and having just my systems be down with uh getting periods and cramps I was like I I need it I need to take time off I don't know if anybody else has this happen to them but I have a lead up moment to my periods meaning I know that I'm gonna get my periods when the week prior has been a anxiety ridden depressions period depressive episodes of just irritation anger just very big emotional swings not super big but I know I've had mood swings or emotion I'm very emotional leading up to like the few days or a week leading up to my periods so I had basically a terrible two weeks it was leading up to my periods getting the vaccine and then my body just shutting down and after that I just needed to stop I needed I needed to calm down and relax and so here we are whatever work you're doing right now I'm trying to pass on this calm energy that I am currently in. So I know I need it. So if you need it, let's just reverberate off of each other and this calm energy. In the midst of having my sort of health meltdown is what I call it. I just cannot handle any sort of health thing with ease and I get really really anxious I don't deal with any sort of change or anything I mean there was a point where I for some reason was convinced that the vaccine is going to kill me and that I'm not going to make it out alive and that these symptoms did not show up on anyone else and so I'm this unique case and it was just oh I just had like I had a meltdown I just was not working the same way that I needed to be working or that I was working a few days prior to that and I just I don't deal with it well I have anxiety and it just is not my friend obviously well I mean okay it is my friend it just gets in the way a lot of times and I so 
amongst all of this sort of obvious hormonal meltdowns meets immunity loss or whatever I this is the time that I chose to be philosophical about my life and it's just, this is quite this is not a first time occurrence I generally get philosophical because of my anxiety it's like this weird side effect it makes me more deep and mature and I get a lot of perspective but sometimes it can just take over my life and I'm like I need this philosopher to go home because it's just my anxiety masking itself as Aristotle I feel like philosophers definitely have some form of anxiety they have to have some form of anxiety to question everything to get to the bottom of things to keep asking why sounds like philosophy and anxiety have some kind of correlation anyways during this entire you know philosophical period of anxiety I was very aware of things that were missing in my life and I was just comparing myself to people that were that have or are in places that I would like to be and I was not at all focused about any of the success that I was having. I was also at this point living alone in my apartment. So I kind of do this back and forth between my parents' place and my place. And I was, while I was going through this, I was alone in my apartment. Not the best time to be alone, I would say. Um, So it just kind of amplified everything. And I, the over arching theme that I was feeling was lonely and I know people have felt this throughout the pandemic and I don't know maybe I was late to the party of loneliness or just coped and it finally got caught up with me but I I felt really really lonely and lonely in many ways even though I'm not actually alone like I have my family here and I have friends here I living alone just sort of gave rise to this new form of loneliness, which was really new and really strange. And not the first time I felt lonely in my life, duh. Combined with the fact that I was 27 and I was lonely. I don't know. It had something to do with that. And it had something to do with milestones and how we all perceive to have milestones in our life meets social media triggering me so let me break it down let me let me tell you exactly what was happening to me so I was lonely that was the overarching thought or feeling and it was because I would like at 27 I thought I would have um, a significant other to be with because at 27 a lot of my cousins got married many of my high school friends are already married or married young or people who are not married are in long-term committed relationships and have been for I don't know three plus years easy and a lot of my friends just newly got into relationships except for one my one friend who is single who is just the best person ever because her mentality towards being single is what I want to adopt but that aside that's not what I focused on I focused on the rest of the humans that I was just laser focused on the fact that they were not alone and obviously just because you're in a relationship and just because you're married doesn't you know you're not exempt from feeling lonely 
But when you think of milestones in 27, obviously I'm going to talk about my perspective as a single woman. I felt extremely unsuccessful, even though I wasn't or am not. Living alone, cooking for myself, getting up, doing things for myself. You know, initially it had this really fun element of wanting to get to know yourself and doing things for yourself and not being answerable and yada 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 and that's great it really is and maybe I'm overlooking its actual benefit now because I have it and I'm taking it for granted but it just felt like I wish I had someone there to share it with and I know because i been to couples houses where they live together they cook together they enjoy each other's company and that hit me it hit me really really hard and I just felt defeated and I felt miserable because I thought that 27 I'm you know it's too late for me I will not meet anybody anytime soon I am not meeting I'm not going to go online dating just because it has not worked for me and I'm just not in the space. And I think it also possibly got triggered by the fact that two of my exes decided to text me. So I guess we were all feeling lonely at the same time, (laughs) except I'm never doing that again, ever. What are you, crazy? So, I mean, I, that goes to show that I would rather be lonely than get back with the people that I, um, dated. So, Anyway, that was new for me. It was definitely a new feeling because for the first time in my life, I noticed a feel want for companionship that went beyond friends and family because I definitely am so grateful and thankful for the friends and family that I have. But there is this feeling of obviously wanting that partnership. There was nothing I could do about it. There is nothing I can do about it right now. I can go online, but yuck. I can go outdoors, but obviously we cannot. So I had no other choice but to accept the fact that I was feeling lonely. I do this thing too, which I feel like, I don't know if everyone does it, but I definitely do it, where I rationalize it to be, I'm a bad bitch that's focused on her career and that doesn't need any boy or any you know this is like people who get married earlier what are you doing you're so lame you're gonna get divorced like this is how my rational side of my mind which is not really rational it's just me emotional uh protecting myself because there is a part of me that thinks that I mean marriage probably not but would I like to be in a stable relationship yes yes I would like that but I also am in a day so focused on all of the work that I want to achieve because I am someone who is prioritizing that over finding a relationship. So it's it's sort of that in-between. I feel I'm lost in that in-between where I want to be in a relationship, but I am unwilling to make the commitments or the time that is needed to focus on it because somewhere down the line, I feel like it's supposed to just happen because for everybody it just honestly happened and it was luck I think luck has such a element to finding your person and I have not been that lucky and I feel like I'm not alone in this a lot of us have not been 
that lucky and we can try to control it by saying we should go more on dates and we should put ourselves out there but at the end of the day you can do all of that and still not find the person because you just didn't get lucky enough to meet the person that it clicked with and I know that dating or you know online dating or meeting more people is increasing the odds of you meeting that person I personally don't think it does I think it just wears you down it has worn me down to a point where I just feel like it's too high risk, too much energy, and I would rather be giving that energy to someone I actually know in my life and want to pursue or my career. I don't really want to give it right now to strangers, which, again, I feel like is fine. (laughs) I'm trying to rationalize, but I do think it is fine. I started really thinking about my life and where my time goes. And my time does go in pursuing my careers and my career is a little bit more complicated right now because I am in an industry that I'm not really, I'm not a regular nine to five job person, which makes my day look very interesting because it is up to me how I, like, I don't know where my next paycheck comes from. So that's something I need to be on the lookout for. I The work that I do requires a lot of creative, you know, input and energy that it takes, like a day is, can be very busy for me. And a day can also, at the end of the day, which I don't really have an end of the day, um, but my time off, whenever that is, can look uh, lonelier. And I think it's also because, you know, obviously I'm not able to, go out with my friends and socialize. But even if I did, I don't know how much of a void that would fill. I did a little deeper thinking about this and I felt like I I, I started to question, was I conditioned to believe that I needed a companion or was I really just wanting a companion? And I mean, I think it's sort of both. Well, the conditioning definitely exists there the fact that we need to aspire to these milestones which I 100% definitely do and I'm trying to check myself when I talk about milestones I just want to quickly briefly mention is a milestone is essentially associating with a social or life achievement with a particular with a particular age so by 27 I should have had a boyfriend that I've been dating for three years at 30 I should be looking at possibly wanting to become a mother at I don't know 40 I want to be successful and on the like billionaire list <laughs> so those are milestones and they're very vague and no one has set them in stone but it's sort of an unspoken understanding in the community at large or humanity at large which again no one is really putting the pressure on us, but societally or just our understanding of society and how it functions and where we rank, I think milestones start to play a more pivotal role in that space. So I definitely thought that 27 27 was the time that I would look for or find a partner. And then we would date for three years. And by 30, I would think of marrying him obviously that's too ideal of a picture lots of things can happen in those three years but according to me it doesn't and we're fine 
but instead of finding someone, I found my uh, career space and I found my workspace and I found my creative space. But that's not romanticized as much. To discover that at 27 is not romanticized or nobody talks about that milestone. Maybe for some people, they're still figuring out their careers at 27 when I feel like I've got some sort of understanding of where I want to go. So that comparison does not exist in society largely because it's not a achievable standard because it's subjective for everyone. However, relationships or, or finding somebody somehow isn't subjective to everyone. It's like known that it's subjective, but it's not applied as subjective. At least in my own mind, it isn't. It's very confusing. But this loneliness isn't, you know, I going to go away. I kind of, I, I have a phrase for it. It's called, I call it bad bitch loneliness. Bad bitch loneliness is the feeling of loneliness when you want to have a partner because you want it and not because you're lacking companionship. It's, it's hard. It's hard to see your friends get married. It's hard to see people be in loving, committed relationships. It's hard to see them in different phases of their life, you know, moving in together, getting engaged, getting married, um, I don't know, moving to different countries. In your 20s, nobody talks about how in your 20s, everyone that you know is in a different phase of their life and everyone is on their own journey and so are you and your journey might not look like someone else's but you can't help but compare and and see you know the grass is kind of always greener on the other side I think especially if you're a single woman um and single men but I can only speak from a woman's perspective it's difficult because say you want to be a mother say you want to be a wife or say you want to settle down but you also don't really see yourself heading in that direction because your life isn't you feel confused I know I do I feel very confused I feel very nervous because I thought things happen very linear and that things were just gonna happen when they had to happen And then you reach the age that you think it was going to happen and it doesn't happen. (laughs) What then? At that time, I feel like it's just a matter of recalibrating and reassessing what's happening in your life and doing that only to understand what you need to appreciate about your life. And I think that was something that is something I try to do every day is take a look at where I am and only focus on my growth and achievement regardless of life milestones. I know it's super cliche to say it that you know just compare yourself to yourself but I think at this age having that feeling of loneliness really forced me to look at what I have in my life and whether I would genuinely exchange what I have for what someone else has in their life. I definitely have a version of how I want things to happen in my life. And uh, for some parts, those versions came true. For some parts, they didn't really come true or they didn't come true exactly the way I wanted to. So it was a matter of 
really understanding what I wanted for my life and how I was making decisions that affected that direction that my life was taking. And being okay with the fact that other, so to speak, milestone life experiences were not happening. And it's not an easy pill to swallow because it's not about just because it isn't happening doesn't mean you want it any less. And it can happen and not happen according to you, according to not like it can happen according to how you saw it. It can happen in a completely different way. But if you want it right now and it's not happening, just it's not easy to just be like, oh, well, I guess it's not happening. So I might as well just accept it and move on. Obviously not like the, <laughs> the feeling of wanting it still exists. Am I making sense at this point? I hope you get what I'm saying. What I'm saying is just because it's not happening right now doesn't mean you don't want it to happen. And you know that it's going to happen at some point, but you would like for it to happen now. You know? you feel man it was I mean who thought who knew living alone would give rise to all of these feelings and I I mean they've always been there but I wasn't able to really uh feel them or process them because I would rationalize it as oh my gosh that is so not for me marriage is not for me and relationships are not for me and they aren't really they aren't for me right now probably for me at some point I hope Or even if it isn't, I mean, we'll be fine. Jennifer Aniston was fucking fine. I hope. I hope she's fine. God, are you fine, Jennifer Aniston? Because you're the only single human left that is like a beacon of inspiration for me. This is not to say that whether you're in a relationship now or whether you're single now, like being single in your 20s is better. I don't know, right? All of us have different lives and they all take different forms and shapes. And whatever you're in now is most likely working for you because you somehow are in it because you want to be, whether it's subconsciously or consciously. This happened for you and it's working for you. So who am I to tell you that you're wrong or it's not going to it's not ideal for me and for my life and those of us who are listening to this podcast that are in similar situations like I am, it's important to take inspiration from and be inspired by people that are in places that we would want to be in. I think a relationship status or, you know, the companionship that I'm, that I'm craving or the loneliness that I'm feeling is stemming from honestly thinking that I won't be enough for somebody And it's not true. It's my own like thing that I need to (laughs) figure out and love myself and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I want to focus on the great aspects of life that maybe I can enjoy that are happening to me now and that I'm enjoying more than the things that are not happening. Because why would I feel bad about things that are not happening instead of feeling good about things that are happening? (laughs) So that's my focus is to switch perspective and really, really enjoy what's happening in my life. Some days you do cannot help but feel feel the things that are missing from your life and really want them. And I've had that for this past couple of days. I've been feeling really like I don't have a relationship. I don't have a partner to share life experiences with. And so I am feeling a little bit more lonely than I would But I do, it does take me like maybe two days, maybe three days, and then I just get up and move on because what else can we really do? 
but to carry on. <laughs> Our life does not lack any beauty or excitement or thrill just because we lack in certain aspects and especially in relationships because I know that is such a huge bummer sometimes I kind of put a personal stake on it like I am not lovable or I'm not worth or I something is lacking in me and that's why I'm not in a relationship and I can get into that headspace really easily and I think I mean I'm definitely trying to work on it is I don't want to be in that headspace that I think that I am less than and that's why I'm not in a relationship and that's an easy slippery slope to go down and it's definitely not that that is 100% not the reason at all it's just like my therapist says I am not settling and she is and she's right it's not because most of us who are single it's not for a lack of options it's mostly because we're waiting for the right person and some of us have found that right person hence we are in a relationship otherwise why the fuck would we be in we're not refusing to settle with people that we meet that aren't meeting us fully i mean again like when my exes texted me two of my exes texted me i could easily just keep them going in my life and it was just as simple for me to start texting them again knowing well what exactly I was getting into just because I didn't want to feel lonely but I, I didn't want to do that because even though I'm feeling lonely currently and I want that companionship and I'm craving that companionship it doesn't make me compromise what I actually want I am not settling And I think a lot of us are not settling till we get what we need in our life. And sometimes that comes when we want it to. And sometimes it doesn't. And we just kind of revise our strategy accordingly. (laughs) Some of the positive aspects of my life, I've become so much more confident about who I am as an individual standing alone away from the influence of a boyfriend or friends or family I know where I am, where I stand, what I look for, what I want. I, I know I'm not, I'm not the only one to face these feelings. And I'm not the only one to go through these feelings. And if you're my age or around my age and you feel like you haven't met somebody yet and you're feeling the pangs of loneliness and want of companionship... I feel you. I'm here to validate your feelings. I can get, I get it. And you're not alone. I know that helps me. Knowing that I'm not alone helps me um, get through loneliness. I just, I just wanted this episode to be chill and relax. And I'm just, as your companion speaking to you, I'm going to be your companion and we're going to keep each other company. And yeah, I just, I wanted to really really be vulnerable for a second and I I mean I wanted to I wanted to come on here and do a funny episode and something that's hilarious but I just wasn't in that space and I needed to just be authentic be honest exactly what I was feeling and talk about it anyway I'm gonna get back to my show I don't know if you guys have watched it it's Mayor of Easttown I know a lot of people have and I'm probably late to the party but Kate Winslet is just, oh man, she is just incredible. She's just amazing. Incredible, stellar. I don't even have words for her. She's, yeah, I don't have words for her. Um, I love it. I'm going to get back to it. And I'm also going to 
finish organizing my calendar because this is this is my relax unwind day my relax unwind day is self-care stuff meets favorite show meets organizing my calendar and um that's how I de-stress I will talk to you guys later I hope you guys have a good rest of your week I will see you guys in my next episode thank you for listening as always I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart that you would want to listen to something that I create so yeah uh cool I'm gonna go now so take care (laughs) goodbye